The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor with the Irish Independent. A few things I want to talk to you about. We had Dermot Good on yesterday talking about increases in private health insurance and bad news today because the biggest of the players has put up its prices from October by how much? It's a big one, Matt. It's 7%. 7%. Now, that's on top of a 4.8% earlier in the year in March. Which people may not have been paying but will on their renewal. They yeah. pay the 4.8% plus the 7%. Plus so it's a double-digit increase. And these are averages, Matt. So some of the plans are going to go up by way more than, that's nearly 12% if you take those two cumulatively yeah. together. So you're talking a family on a kind of fairly mid-table uh, plan, two adults, two children, an extra 400 euros when they renew on the same plan. Um, you know, some of the plans, Help Plus Extra, for example, which a lot of older people would have, it's like the old Plan B, they're very expensive plans. Those plans are going up by 400 euros per adult. So an elderly couple who's attached to that kind of plan and you know, they're often very reluctant to move plans or, or switch to another provider, they could be facing an extra €800 Euros in terms of uh, renewing. So an awful lot of people are going to have to downgrade their cover. They're going to have to do some work here, not just auto-renew. There's about 330 plans out there. And the model very much is, Matt, that what they keep doing is they hike the old plans, the plans that are popular, the plans that people are sticky, that they don't move off. But they always have new plans out there, particularly corporate plans when they're, that they're trying to sell, you know, when they're trying to sell mass amounts to a factory or a, a, a big American employer. So there always is a plan out there that's better value. So don't stick on the plan that, that you're on if it's going up by a lot. And don't, and don't get caught on this idea that the average is, is seven this time. It was four and a half, four point eight the last time. It could well be more than that. It could well be 15, 16 percent for your plan. Do we have a regulator in this sector to protect the consumer? We have regulators everywhere, Matt. And, you know, but and we do don't they protect regu- the consumer? Well, or thing- do they concentrate on what they call ensuring continuity of supply? There's a lot of that in this country, Matt. We don't, we don't regulate prices in any way in this country. And people often get confused about this and think that's what the regulator should do. They do in other countries, even in England, which is you know, hardly a communist country. Somebody was referring in a text to communism. In England, it's run by conservatives. They have they they cap energy prices, for example. We don't get involved in 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 price pricing here at all. Maybe we should. Maybe there should be a bit of that. Uh, it's, it tends to be a free for all, and and always, always, always the brunt is borne by the consumer. Unfortunately. Okay, and then when it comes to the energy market, we've highlighted this with the regulator as well. The regulator does not influence prices, does it? No, and you know, and there's even a difficulty for the regulator about whether or not they can look at are the companies being honest here? When they tell us that they've hedged these deals, you know, where they bought wholesale energy in advance and are locked into long-term deals, is that true or not? Are they unwinding? You know, are they spoofing? The regulator has been asked to look at that by Pierce Doherty. He's written to them. And by the minister, Eamon Ryan has asked them to look at it. And I've just spoken to them there a few minutes ago and they're not even sure whether the rules allow them to do that. There's EU competition law that, that covers all of this. There's uh, Irish regulation. So we have the crazy situation where they can't go into the, the likes of Borgosh or, or Electric Ireland or ESB and say to them, listen lads, you're saying you can't cut prices. Is that true? Because it's, you're hedging. You're stuck with hedging contracts yeah, that you entered into yeah. previously. Isn't that convenient? 
yeah, yeah. You know, and, and this drives people insane. Why are we so hands-off? Why are we so reluctant to get involved? Allow these big energy companies to dictate here and the suckers get to, they get the pay-up and we're coming into winter now where we're going to have to pay more. We're still desperately waiting for price cuts. They're not happening. You have the ESB making profits of €847 million Euros last year. Uh, you know, it's making profits on its generation side. We're still waiting for a windfall tax, which is a way off yet. Uh, it's only been approved by government, hasn't got into the Oireachtas. The Oireachtas isn't sitting just now. So, you know, people are annoyed and annoyed as hell, feel that they're being asked to pay a hell of a lot here and there's not enough done to, to be forced companies to be to be more competitive. What, though, would you reckon are the chances that in the budget in October, not that far away now as we're in the last week in August, that the government will announce further cash credits that people will be able to apply to their electricity bills. I think that's almost certain and we had a story in The Independent today, Matt, saying that that's probably likely that there'll be another at least €200 Euros announced in the budget. Is that but all? That because is, it was about 600 was, over was, three different payments previously, wasn't it? There were three different payments last year so they will probably have to do something similar, you know, because wholesale energy prices, although they've come down a lot, they're still high, the market is still volatile and, and you know, gas is, is, is the problem here. It dictates the price of every damn thing, unfortunately. Even the wind, the price the wind guys get. So they'll probably have to have more energy credits. That is a sticking plaster. It's not really solving the problem here. We need reform of the market. The market is not delivering cons- for consumers. It is dysfunctional. Consumers are paying a price for a market that is just not working. You know, and I've put this to the to the Electricity Association of Ireland saying the ESRI have suggested that there might be anti-competitive behaviour going on here, which is very strong. The ESRI remembers is a very responsible state-sponsored think tank and they've suggested in a paper that there could be anti-competitive behaviour going on here. Now that's rejected out of hand okay, by the so Electricity the, Association of Ireland. What is the Electricity Association of Ireland other than a cartel of suppliers? Well, they wouldn't let you use the word cartel, Matt. You know, that's that why I phrased it as a question, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you know, but they're saying it's not. They say the facts suggest otherwise. But, you know, there, there seems to be an extreme reluctance here for, the, for anybody to break ranks other than small little pinergy and, 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 and cut prices. OK, listener Brian O'Cork, can you change your health insurer during the term of the policy? We brought this up with Dermot Good yesterday, but he suggested it's very expensive to do yeah, so. Yeah, you, you kind of lock in for a year and to get out is very, very difficult. Um, look, at the, if, 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 if they're within 14 days of renewing the, the, those cooling off period, um, the, the, these increases will not hit until you're, you're due to renew anyway. So don't worry about today's rises. If you're locked in for another year, it's you're, just you're when you come to the renewal date, then yeah. shop around between the different suppliers, but and also, most importantly, the various packages that they offer within. Yeah, just ring up your own insurer if you don't want to switch to another one and say, look, here's my budget. This is the plan I'm on at the moment. I can't afford to pay an extra 400, 500 euros. You must have a plan there that's going to work for me. They'll give me similar benefits, but it'll be cheaper. They will have one. I can can guarantee they will have one. Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Thank you. Back with the 5 of 5 after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.